0: Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. God, we just love you. We praise you. We thank you for this day. God, we ask you to uh, forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our shortcomings. Have your way in our life touch like only you ha- can heal, like only you can move, like only you can deliver, uh, like only you can speak to us, Father God, with clarity and boldness. Thank you, God, for what you already have done. God, we come to today once again with great expectation because we know that you've only just begun. God, we just continue to pray that you keep us unified, keep us together through the good days and the bad days. God, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, family, this morning, our, uh, the, our devotional, um is uh is going to um speak to us uh about um pursuing the peace of God. I believe uh we're going to spend a couple of days um talking about pursuing the peace of God. I pray that over the uh, next few days uh we have a stronger understanding of what uh, the peace of god is but uh more importantly you know how do we uh, uh, uh obtain it in the midst of everything that's going on i think the people of god need to really understand uh how we experience the peace of god and and, and what it and what that really is so today um uh, as we start this journey uh we're going to be looking at uh, matthew 5 uh really verses 21 all the way down to 43 now don't worry i'm not going to read all of those verses i don't want to put you back to sleep this morning but when you study when you go back and look i want you to see this verses uh, verse they, i'm sorry i want you to see, see the the verses here and see what it looks like when we look at some individuals that were pursuing the peace of god in their life Again, sometimes we'll look at stories that some of you may be familiar with. Sometimes we'll look at things that maybe nobody's familiar with. But today, God gives us a story of two individuals in uh, this particular uh, passage of Scripture uh, that talk about, that, that help us to understand how we have to pursue the peace of God. Well, uh, what is the uh, Bibli- uh, What is the peace of God from a biblical perspective? Uh, it is when God uh, sends people. Um, um, Uh, a a calmness and a harmony to your mind, to your body and soul. Scripture describes it as a a peace beyond understanding. So sometimes it's hard to articulate the peace of God in your life, but you will know uh, when you have it. Uh, When you have uh, the peace of God uh, in your life, Uh, It's a feeling of uh, being made whole. It's a feeling that everything is going to uh, 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 work out. And the only way that we um, will experience the peace of God in our life is we have to submit to God's will entirely. The only way we're going to experience the peace of God in our life is not a passive thing, my sisters and brothers. I want to remind you, experiencing the peace of God is not a passive thing. The only way that you're going to experience the peace of God in your life uh in this season is that it's going to require you to be bold and courageous. If you want to experience the peace of God in this season of your life, it's going to require you to be bold and courageous. The only way you're going to experience the peace of God in your life is that you're going to have to trust God in a new and fresh way. While we talk about trusting God all of the time, I want to encourage you to experience his peace. I want you to be reminded of Proverbs 3, verse 5, which says, trust in the Lord Lord, with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And all all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your Path and I want to tell you, uh, I can tell when you have started to experience the peace of God in your life. You say, "How do you know, Pastor Walt, uh, when I when I have experienced the peace of God in my life?" Is it because of the smile that is on my face? Well, uh, maybe you will smile when you have peace, but that's not what I'm talking about. Is it because I look so peaceful? Well, maybe your 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 uh, countenance will change when you experience uh, the peace of God in your life. But the real way, y'all, that I know you've had experienced the peace of God in your life. Uh, The peace of God is evidenced by the moves that you are willing to make. That's the first thing that I want you to type in to get the blood flowing. The peace of God is evidenced by the moves that you are willing to make. Somebody type that in. The peace of God is evidenced by the moves we are willing to make. I want to show you two individuals who had the peace of God in their life despite their circumstances. You can have the peace in God, got peace of God in your life regardless of your circumstance and it was evidenced by the moves that they were willing to make. Can I ask you a question? Are you willing to make some moves today uh, because you have the peace of God in your life? Watch this, I wanna show you something. So here we are um, in this amazing passage of scripture. We're working for those that came in late through Matthew five or Mark five verses twenty one through forty three, I'm going to paraphrase for the sake of time. But it's an amazing uh, narrative here, amazing story about two individuals. Uh, we 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 talked. Jesus has been doing ministry, um, and uh, and and he's he's crossed over uh, onto the other side of the lake where there was another crowd uh, waiting on a ministry. Sometime doesn't stop y'all. And there, uh, there was a local leader of the synagogue. His name was uh, Jairus. Uh, so Jairus um uh saw Jesus and he fell at his feet and he started uh begging and pleading he said Jesus my little daughter is dying he said please come and lay your hands on her so that she can 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 can, can live right uh this first individual we look at this individual by the name of Jairus uh i want you to see the move that he was m- willing to make in order to 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 have peace in his in his mind have peace in his soul have peace in his spirit he was willing to go and 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 pursue christ he was willing to go and pursue jesus and he was willing to 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 risk it all if you will to ask jesus to come and heal his daughter he was a man of statue but at that moment his statue didn't matter he was a man of clout but he didn't care that about his clout you know people were still questioning was Jesus who he claimed to be. And so he was putting his reputation on the line. But sometimes if you really uh, need a breakthrough from God, you don't care who's looking at you. You don't care who's talking about you. do I have anybody out that has ever been in a moment where you say, listen, I don't care about you looking at me. You ever been a corporate worship setting, or even, even on the job sometimes and you just had this cry out to God, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, whether shall I go? I I remember one time being in a situation like that, I wasn't even at church, y'all. I was in a bad situation, and I was, and I just wasn't feeling good. To be honest with you, dealing with some emotional stuff, and uh and I just had to break down. And I said, so, you know what? I don't care what I don't care what these folks look out look looking, and I don't care what they're saying right now. They can't help me no way. I'm going through. Father, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of a breakthrough. And so Jaharis had to put his, his his pride aside. He had to put all that aside because, and that's okay, y'all. I want to tell you that it's solely. Okay, when you really seeking the peace of God, I ain't worried about these folks who ain't doing nothing for me no way. So he he goes and, he, and he's seeking and he's pursuing the peace of God, and now he's reached out to Jesus. Now we'll come back to Jairus in a minute. I want to skip down because there's another character um, in this in this in this story. Uh, there's as Jesus is preparing to minister uh, to, to Jairus, suddenly uh, Jesus uh, uh, kind of speaks out and says, "Hey." Uh, you know uh you know who, who 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 touched me and and the disciples are like um um. um what, what are you talking about? He says, "No, somebody touched me." And they're like, "Lord, you know, it's a lot of people uh, in um, uh, in the, in the, in this crowd." You know, you got to look at Mark's version. You look at I think Luke's version. You'll see that a lot of conversation about what the disciples observe about that moment. Some disciples were like was, we thought Jesus was crazy. How is he talking about somebody touched him with all these people? But the one thing I like about it, Jesus said, "No, there's somebody that touched me because I felt that my virtue, I felt my power uh, leave my." My, my body, it was a it was a different touch. And then here uh comes this woman who identifies herself. Uh in Mark 5, around uh, verse um, um 26, it tells us that she had been suffering uh, a great deal for, for, for many years and, and her situation had gotten worse. Anybody know what that feels like? Uh you've been praying to God, you've been asking God uh for something, but it's gotten uh gotten worse. Uh and, and matter of fact, it gets to the point that it's getting so bad, uh she Didn't know what to do, but in verse twenty-seven, y'all, she said uh, she heard about Jesus. Listen, can I ask y'all a question? When was the first time you heard about Jesus for real? Y'all testified this morning. When was the first time somebody told you about faith and it connected to you for real? When was the first time that you said you heard about Jesus and you said because I what I've heard, what I know, what I understand now, uh, I'm going to pursue him like never before? What she heard about Jesus in verse twenty-six was reflected in her act in verse twenty-seven. uh, she she showed it in her actions. When she heard about Jesus, then she showed it in her actions. Verse 28, she said to herself, if I can just touch his Robe, I like King James version here. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. What you don't see here, do anybody see a maybe here? Does anybody say I possibly hear? No, she said, if I can get close enough to touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. Oh, I want you to see how 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 persistent this was. Uh, this woman was when she was pursuing peace. It's that reminder that if you uh, want to experience the peace of God, you got to be bold enough to do what other people won't do. It was a whole bunch of people that uh, encountered him that day. There are a whole bunch of people that needed healing, but she was bold enough to pursue the peace of God in her life. She was bold enough to do whatever it, uh, uh, it took to, for the pain to go away. And I want to ask you all the question, how many of you are bold enough to do whatever it takes for the pain to go away? Many of us will uh, uh, complain about the problem, but how many of us are bold enough to seek the Lord in such a way until the pain uh goes away. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And I want to tell y'all something because she pursued uh this peace, uh, because she was uh, uh faithful that God would do it, she made an encounter with him. And the Bible says in verse 29, immediately uh she the, the bleeding stopped, and immediately she could feel then her in her body that her terrible condition uh was no longer there. And I want to encourage you today that if you are bold enough in this season uh, to touch the hem of his garment spiritually speaking if you are bold enough in this season to pursue uh the peace of god you will experience the peace of god let me um circle back to you now to jairus so jairus is like lord i have come to 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 you myself I've come to you because I need peace. My daughter is home dying, and I'm trying to get there. But and as as Jesus is talking um, to, to 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 this woman, uh, he says something. Uh, but then we'll come back to Jairus because I love the story. Jairus starts This woman with the issue of blood jumps in, and then we go back to Jairus. But you can learn something special about both of their pursuits for peace so jesus now uh is before he turns back to jairus he says something to me that showed me the peace of god in this text once that woman identified herself and, and 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 explained to jesus the faith that she had uh it was right in verse 34 i want you to remember verse 34 mark 5 verse 30 verse 34 um 32 through 34 watch this jesus He keeps looking around and see who had touched him, who had done it. Then the frightened woman trembling at the realization of what happened to her came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. Lord, it was me that that touched you. It was me that, that, that touched your robe. I knew if I just could touch you, I knew if I could encounter you, my situation would get better. I knew if I could encounter you, I would have peace in my life. And Jesus said something to her. He said to her, verse 34, everybody write verse 34 down. He said to her daughter, your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over y'all see that remember verse 34 this is your memory verse for today mark 5 verse 34 i want the ladies to remember mark 5 verse 34 fellas we can get some out of this too daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over daughter your faith has made you well go in peace your suffering is over we get excited theologians get excited when we look at mark 5 verse 34 because we don't often see the word that Jesus referred to someone as a daughter, right? He's referring to her in a very intimate manner. She's not just a woman now. She's just not a person in the crowd now. She's referred to as a daughter. How intimate is that when God looks at you and calls you his son? How intimate is that when God looks at you and calls you his daughter because he cares for you because you are his child? And he says that now because of the faith that you have, uh, you have have been made well. You have been made whole. I want to remind you that the, the, the your pursuit of God's peace requires you to have faith. Your pursuit of God's peace but requires you to be bold. This woman would not have been made whole if she had sat on the couch hoping that it was going to get better. This woman would not have been made whole if she had sat there and just prayed. No, this woman had to get up and make a move. And I want to talk to somebody and say, get up and make a move. If you really want to experience the peace of God, you got to get up and make a move. Can I talk to some people out there that God is saying, you got to get up, get out, and get something. Old school, what y'all know about. God is saying, if you want to experience this peace, be bold, be daring, be radical, go out there and make a move that other folk were not willing to make. This woman was really willing to crawl through the crowd. She was willing to crawl through the dust. She was willing to do whatever she had to do uh, to, to, to reach the hem of, his garden and, uh, hem of his garment. And watch this daughter, the powerful razor, Relationship, your faith has made you well. Now do this go in peace. Your suffering is over. Oh my goodness. I I I pray that the Lord ministers to somebody that I'm talking to today in this way that you can remind it that you are his child. And because you are willing to be courageous and bold, you can go in peace. And Jesus and Jesus alone will declare that your suffering is over. She pursued peace. She pursued the Lord, and he said, you can go in peace now. You ain't got to worry about it no more. You can go in peace now. You got to worry about your next doctor's appointment. You can go in peace now, You don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to live or die because now you understand that this situation is not going to take you out that I want to talk to you. Maybe your situation is not the same as hers, but God is saying if you pursue him in this season, you can go in peace. You can if you pursue him in this season, you can have peace at mind about the business decisions that you have to make. If you pursue him in this season, you can have peace of mind about the relational decisions that you have to make. But the key here is that it requires boldness. If you're going to experience the peace of God, you got to make a move. You got to be bold. You got to be willing. Daughter, go in peace. Your suffering is over. Can I pray that over you today? We're going to pray that today, that God will allow you to show you how to pursue him. I believe it was the Holy Spirit that spoke to her and gave her some encouragement to know that if you go this way, you're going to meet the Lord at this time. And I pray that the Holy Spirit is guiding you so that you know if you do what God tells you to do today, God is going to meet you right there, and he's going to give you peace in every situation. Is there anybody in the house of God today that needs God's peace? Is there anybody in the house of God today that needs the Lord's presence? If there's anybody that are in the house of God today that don't mind admitting that you are pursuing the peace of God, you're pursuing a peace that surpasses all understanding, you're pursuing a peace that's going to finally allow you to get eight hours of good sleep, you're pursuing a peace that I don't care what the stats say, I don't care what the economy says, I don't care what nobody saying you understand that everything is going to be all right because he's going to provide for you according to his riches and glory. I want to encourage everyone that is pursuing peace that God has heard your cry, but if you are bold and if you are willing to trust him, you will understand everything will be all right. And that brings us right back to our main man, Jairus. So Jairus is watching God move. He's watching God deliver. He's heard God. He's heard Jesus say directly uh, to this woman, uh, you go in peace. Uh, your suffering is over. And I can imagine uh this woman is praising. I can imagine she's having a good time. But as it is getting, going good for her, it seems as if it has gotten worse for Jairus. What do you mean it's gotten worse for him? Well, as they're, they are worshiping God and they're having a good time, uh, as they're talking, a messenger came over to Jairus and said, your daughter is dead now. There is no use in troubling the teacher. Woo! Can y'all look at verse 35? Because some of us live in verse 35. We've seen somebody else experienced the peace of God. We've seen some God move in somebody else's life, but we live in verse 35. Some Talk to somebody in verse 35. God, I'm glad that you blessed my neighbor. I'm glad that you blessed my family. I'm glad that you blessed my friends. But God, what about me? Jairus said, I am not a hater, Lord, but I came here. My daughter's life was just as valuable to me as this woman with the issue of blood. No disrespect, God. It seems like I came here first, God. You know, the whole chapter starts with me. I started talking to you first, and then she interrupted and now it's too late. Have you ever been there where you felt like you was doing everything that you were supposed to do and it seems as if God blessed somebody else before they bless you? Oh, my bad, I forgot. This is the holy crowd. Y'all don't think like that. But I just need somebody to look around and say, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen God bless some people. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen the other person find love. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've seen them find a job. I'm gonna be honest with you. Their business is prospering. What about me, God? I'm gonna be honest with you. I pray for my children. I'm gonna be honest with you. I pray for my family, the family next door. I'm glad it's getting better for them. But what about me, God? I wish I had some honest folk in here. Listen, I need the super saints to be quiet for a minute. I need to talk to the other crowd for a minute, because I need to let them know that sometimes we all live in verse 35, where we have been pursuing God the best way we know how. I've pressed my way into your presence. I've put my dignity aside. I'm I'm crying out, Savior, hear my humble cry. And now I've gotten word that it's too late for you to move, God. And I want to remind you sometimes that every last one of us lives in verse 35, but Jesus says something to the individuals that's living in verse 35 where it feels like God has forsaken you. It feels like peace is not available to you. It feels like the opportunity has passed by. What God says to us uh, for individuals living in verse 35, He says in verse 36 because He overheard the report that came from the people. And I want to let you know that God heard the report that came from the people. God heard the report that came from the doctor. God heard heard the report that came from the courtroom. God heard the report when you didn't pass the exam. God heard the report. And God says, I overheard what the report says, but I want you to have peace in your life, Jairus. I overheard what the the, the determination letter said, but I want you to have peace in your life. I overheard what the lawsuit said, but Jesus said, I want you to have peace in your life. Jesus overheard all the reports that spoke against your peace, just like he heard what what they said to Jairus. And the answer that he gave J.R in verse 36 is the answer that he gives to you. He says, don't be afraid. Just have faith. I want to remind you today, I don't care what the report was. The Lord has overheard all that other stuff that is coming your way. Apparently, I believe in the spirit. Some of y'all have been receiving some bad reports from people. Y'all been receiving a lot of negativity from people, been receiving a lot of commentary from people. It's been a lot of misunderstanding, but Jesus says, I've heard what they said, but in order for you to have peace, I need you to not be afraid. I need you to just have faith. In other words, God is saying, I need you to understand that I got this. Hey, sis, I got this. (laughs) Hey, bro, I got this. That's what the Lord said in verse 36. Then Jesus does something that's very interesting here. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John. I want you to remind me. I want you to see something. I've discovered something so amazing every time I read this passage of scripture, verse thirty-seven. So now Jesus is about to move. He's about to 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 do what Jairus has asked. Jairus evidently has faith that the Lord is going to move on his behalf, because we see in other passages of scripture, Jesus refused to move when individuals did not have faith. He wasn't looking for everybody to have faith, but the person that was really seeking him, he was looking for them to have faith. He asked all the time, if, do you believe that I can do whatever you're asking? I wanna ask you right now, do you believe that the peace of God uh, is available to you? Do you believe that God can give you peace right now in the middle of whatever you're going through? Do you believe that God can give you comfort even in the midst of uncertainty? So I believe that Jairus has peace. And so now Jesus does something. He says, hey, I need. this is what I need to do. I need the crowd. I need y'all to stay where you are, right? I only only want to take a few people with me, Peter, James, and John. It, it it makes sense why Jesus had to reduce um the number of people uh that he took with him because he was about to make a move. And sometimes when you are about to make a move, uh you 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 everybody you know can't can't go. Let me show you something that I wrote down just last night. I wrote it down because I want to make sure I said it the just way the spirit gave to me when I was studying peace. Watch this. It says this. You can't tell everyone to move like you move because everybody does not have the faith that you have. I want you to remember that. Remember your memory verse and then remember this, this saying from Pastor Walt. Lord gave it to me last night. You can't tell everyone to move like you move because everyone does not have the faith that you have. Let me show you what I mean here. There are times when God says, I'm about to go and I'm about to do something miraculous. Come and follow me. Um, And you are excited and you're ready to to make that move. And then you start telling the people around you, come on, God is about to, to, to make this move. You start telling the people connected you, come on, God is about to make this move. You start telling your friends, come on god is about to make this move but i've discovered you can't tell everyone to move like you move because everyone does not have the faith that you have it does not mean that they're bad people not saying that at all it doesn't mean that they're not blessed i'm not saying that at all but some of us have been gifted with a measure of faith that other people don't have and you can't be mad at other folk who don't move like you move because they don't have the faith that you have how many people right there? Even the messenger said it was too late. Jairus, is this 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 teacher, this rabbi can't move. How many, how many even the disciples that was there that said, Woo Lord, we saw you do some miracle signs and wonders, but but this is too late. And I want to speak to somebody and say, Don't be mad at the folk, but I'm gonna say it again. You can't tell everyone to move like you move because everyone does not have the faith that you have. And I want to talk to somebody that say, Okay, uh, especially if you're married or you're in an intimate relationship, you a, a, a brother, sister, family relationship, it gets real hard then because you are connected to somebody. And as long as you're connected to somebody, it's gonna be real hard to move with individuals that don't have the faith that you pr- have. So I'm praying for every God connection out there that God will give each one of you uh, the same measure of faith to trust and believe that God has called you to move. Because if you don't have the same, same measure of faith, then guess what? The ship ain't gonna sell. Uh, if you don't have the same measure of faith, then guess what? You're not gonna be willing to go. And so, in this particular case, God did something uh, that sometimes we have to do. He says, You know what? Everybody can't go where I'm going, everybody don't have the same faith. So, He said, Crowd, y'all stay here for a while. Uh, I need you to take some of the faithful. Shout out to the faithful. I wish I had some faithful folk here. What my faithful folk at? Make some noise, uh, show some sign. Hey, say, Holly, if you hear me, so type something in the comment. I Need to hear from the faithful folk. I wonder what the faithful folk at that say when the Lord said, "We go move, we go move." So, so we got to leave all the mockers behind, y'all, in this season. Listen, we got to leave all the doubters in behind in this season. We are pursuing God. We are pursuing peace beyond understanding. We are pursuing purpose. We are pursuing prosperity. We are pursuing power. We are pursuing everything that God has commanded we should have. We are pursuing healing. We are pursuing miracles, signs, and wonders. We are pursuing. The way maker, we are pursuing the lover of our soul. We are pursuing our, our our goal of being obedient to every uh passage of scripture, everything that he's called us to do. And while the crowd is laughing, let them laugh all they want to. While the crowd is doubting, let them doubt all they want to. But guess what? We're gonna do we're gonna leave the crowd behind. We ain't mad at you, crowd, but what God is trying to take us, you can't go. Jesus said, Listen, crowd, y'all stay here. I just need a few faithful rider dies, even the whole 12 can't go. Peter James and John, and I need I need Jairus, you to come, and I need you to bring your wife. I told you, y'all, if you married to somebody right now, I want you to know that you got to pray for that spouse so that they can see what God is doing for you in your life. But if you ain't married to them, <laughs> if you ain't, if there's no covenant connection there, then if they can't see what you see, well, you know, you got to pray about it. I ain't going to tell you to cut nobody off. That's not my job. All I'm saying is, I want to remind you, you can't tell everybody to move like you move because everybody don't have the faith you have. And you spend all this time worrying about why other people won't support your business. They don't have the faith that you have. You spend all this time worrying about why people, why they why they won't come to your church. They don't have the faith that you have. You spend all this time worrying why they don't do what you do. They don't have the faith that you have. And you can't be mad at them about it because God gave that to you. You can pray for them that one day God will show it to them. You can pray for them that, Lord, when you do it through me, don't let me rub it in their face, but let me show them that there is no secret to what God can do the same way he Bless me, you can do. He can do the same thing uh, for you, and so that's what happens here. The crowd in verse forty is laughing, and, and Jesus made everybody leave. And Jesus goes into um, the house, and and when he goes into the house, he spoke to the girl, and he told her, little girl, uh, get up. The little girl who was only twelve years old. He reminded everybody that the girl was never dead. In other words, he reminded everybody that the situation was never out of control. He reminded everybody that that situation was not going to defeat her. And I want to remind you that one of the keys to peace is understanding that the you are not dead. You that you shall live and not not die. And this situation will not kill you. This situation will not destroy you. You ought to be just like this little girl that knows that you are coming out of this in the name of Jesus. And I want to be uh, on on duty today to tell you if you either that little girl that God is bringing you out or you got to be the mother and the father that is praying uh, on the behalf of somebody else that's in, wherever you are on the spectrum today, God is saying that if you pursue me perfectly, if you're bold and courageous, even when everybody around you doesn't have faith, if you are bold and courageous, even when everybody else has given up, you will experience God in a way that you have never experienced him before. May the peace of God which surpasses all understanding be available to you today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus does this they have peace in the situation and they have peace for the rest of their journey my sisters and brothers god is going to bless us and help us over the next couple of days understand peace in a deeper way i pray today that you understand through the life of these two individuals that peace of god the peace of god is available to you i pray that you understand through the life of these two individuals that there is peace no matter how bad it looks i pray that you understand that it requires you to be bold it requires you to trust him it requires you to understand that everybody doesn't have the faith that you have but if you do what others won't do and if you believe in a way that others won't believe you will experience god's peace in the middle of whatever circumstance within the middle of any situation in jesus name let's pray y'all lord we thank you for this day god we started a journey today on this mountain we've been climbing And we're talking about peace, God. God, pray, help us to understand what it truly means to have peace beyond understanding. Help us to pursue peace in a special way, God. We need peace. We need calmness, God. Calm our thoughts. Calm our minds. Calm our hearts. Calm our concerns, God, as you continue to make a way in the middle of it, God. Some of us come here today. We've made some faith moves. Now we out there, God. We out there. We, we've, left, we've left the shore. we out here, Father God. And now that we're out here and we've experienced some a few rough waves, God, we want to make sure that we have peace in the middle of the storm, God. So I pray that you provide peace, God. I pray because we will be willing to be obedient and bold to what you showed us, Father God. God. I pray, God, that you will give us peace in the middle of it. Help us, God. Help our unbelief, Father God. And I pray, God, that you will just allow my sisters and brothers to be healed. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, regardless of the reports that they have received, regardless of what the people have said, that they realize, Father God, that you are still uh making ways out of no way. God, we thank you for this week. It's gonna be a powerful week, a week of deliverance. God, we thank you for this week. People are going to feel so much better. We thank you for this week, God. Father, people are going to encounter your peace. They're going going. to encounter it in their homes. They're going to encounter it in their jobs. They're going to encounter it in their comings and their goings. God, we bless you today. We praise you today. God, we love you so much. And it's in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. All right, fam. Love y'all. Mean it. We back here tomorrow, same back time, same back channel. We're going to go a little bit deeper as we try to understand what it really really means to pursue uh, the peace of God in this season. God bless and have a great rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.